What's good? What's really good? Welcome, one and all, to Overtime with B and T. And that's over, not over. want to introduce or welcome you guys to the next episode. What episode are we on? Episode... We're on episode eight? seven now. Episode seven. Yeah. Episode seven of Overtime with B and T. The last stop before the next week of football. That's why we're called Overtime. Um, it's good to see everybody back. Welcome, everybody. Uh, everybody, just thumbs up this video. Like in the chat. Send all it to your friends. Tell everybody about it. Football season is going crazy. We've hit the midway point. I'm the T in the B and T. And that's my boy, Brandon, who is the B. What up? What up? What up? And we got a special guest here with us today. One of our homies from back in the day, back when we were at Seneca College, the one, the only, Mr. Emil Grant. Give it up for him. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yes, <laughs> Bring the <laughs> yes, sir. I just I want to give y'all just a quick, quick, quick little rundown about Emil. This guy right here, he is part of the reason why I have this podcast here with Tim today because some of y'all who aren't familiar, this guy, he used to have his own podcast called The World of Sports with Emil yes, Grant. Sir. And he had me on a couple of times. So, you know, I just, I have to return the favor. I had to get him on and, you know, share his wisdom, his football wisdom. So, Emil, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about, you know, your football history. My football history. Uh, uh, you know, when did you first start liking football and how you still continue watching it? See, we see right now that you're wearing a my homeboy jersey over there. I was going to say, when did you purchase that jersey, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, I actually didn't purchase the jersey. It was gifted to me courtesy by one member being Mr. B over here. Oh. Yes, sir. We have yeah. a bet that we run every year where – we, we pick all the games throughout the season. Whoever has the most picks at the end, the winner is granted a jersey of their choice. And he chose the reigning, defending, undisputed mm -hmm. Super Bowl <laughs> champions of the, the world. The new dynasty. Hey, man. And they also, they got, you didn't even see, they, this, this is a Super Bowl jersey, too. This is yes, a Super Bowl sir. jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, love even, it. I love it. I didn't even ask for that. They just gave it to me. So. Hey, man. Hey man, we got friends in high places. So, I got what? a question. I got a quick side note before Emil goes into his backstory. Do they like make both the teams' jerseys, like just in case the 49ers had won? Like, is does somebody I think right now have a Garoppolo Super Bowl jersey? They probably do. Right they, do. they probably do. They usually <laughs> donate <laughs> them to like the third world countries. That's yeah. why I'm like. There was a, a 2011 <laughs> Heat Championship jersey or a t shirt going around too, but. We all know how that ended. So you're telling me right now, somewhere in Sierra Leone, some kid is walking around with a Jimmy Garoppolo Super Bowl jersey. <laughs> you never know. You never no know. No offense to my friends from Sierra Leone, but that's hilarious. Yes. Said, though, Get back sorry, to your bro. story, dear Mio. Oh, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Um... The very first time I actually watched a game was – it was the year that the Broncos repeated. So, what oh. was that, 98, I think? Elway. During Elway's yeah. run. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, Shay Sharp times. Yes, sir. I think it was 98. Pretty sure. Yeah, 98. I, I don't remember who they beat, though. I want to say the Packers. I could be wrong. I think they beat the Packers for the first one. Okay. And I think they beat the Falcons for the second one. Yeah, that sounds about right. For sure, I know it was the, it was the repeat. Oh. I know that for a fact. Mm. I'm pretty sure they were wearing the dark blue. It says blues. here that they beat um, the Falcons in 99. They beat the 99. Falcons in 99. Yeah. Or okay, like 99. the 99 season. Okay. 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 So it was 99. Yeah. 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 So that was the uh, that was the first game that I saw. Um, after that, I was I was in and out of it, especially because. I was a young kid. I didn't really know the rules too much. I He's probably a got guy. He's more of a basketball yeah, guy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I got really super into it. Probably, probably towards the end of high school, I'd say maybe mm-hmm. like oh eight, oh nine ish. Especially because that's when I got my first video game, first Madden, and also the last Madden I actually played was uh, Madden oh eight. Yeah. So. <laughs> Where? Who was on the cover of Madden oh eight? Vince, Vince Young. Young. Oh. Hey man, Vince Young coming out of college, people thought was the next big thing. Uh, we all know he how that been. turned out. So I actually do remember that. Actually, I remember how high. Didn't he went to high school one year? I, I, uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I can fact check. Let me fact I know check. that they the year that he won, and it was an upset because they weren't supposed to win. They mm. lost. They beat USC. That was Reggie Bush. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And they won. They won the national championship no, against them turned, in their house. He turned down the Heisman Trophy. He turned it down. Yeah, I even know you could do that. That's crazy. I even know you I could do, do that. that. <laughs> uh-huh. Can like, you nah, turn down an award? Like, like, like I, I you just, can. Come on, why not? You, it's yours. You can throw it away. You can do whatever you want with it. So the marriage is that's like, the so. highest college football trophy you can get. Why would you turn that down? Because that thing you're the best in the country doesn't make any sense. <laughs> until you get into the NFL. How many Heisman Trophy winners are doing nothing right now? Hey. That don't matter, though. That like, Still, man, like, you still get the recognition as the best in the country. Like, come on. Yeah, sure. The entire country, thousands and thousands of players. Your college years are some of your best years, too. So. Exactly. His oh, college years were clearly his best years, so. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now he's a football coach, so. <laughs> yeah. So now you you repping the my homeboy life, huh? Okay, my thing with my homeboy is I I became I became a fan once he started blowing up, but I actually took him in that big big college game that he had against Baker. Mm-hmm. He was back at Texas A and M. That big shootout. It was like in the fifties. That game was that Maybe was one of the best. Both have like six touchdowns or something like that, no? Something like that. That was one of the best college football games I've ever seen in my life. Like That's that game wild. was unbelievable. That is wild. Do colleges just not play defense? Or they <laughs> throw it against the special teams? Like who was on the field? Like when I see games, when I see games weekly that are like. 28 point spreads, 35 point spreads. It's like, nah, man, this is too much. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I see Alabama a couple times last season where they were in the 50s, yeah. where they had 50 point spreads, mm-hmm. and like half the time we actually covered it. So, yeah. like, so they're Christ. putting up like 60 points, uh, 50 yeah. points on the regular. That's oh scary. Mm-hmm. I guess none of those college games are drafted. NFL is definitely more structured, but college is more fun to yeah. watch. Yeah. 
And also because you, you got all like the the fanfare, the like the band playing. You yeah. got your mm. classmates watch you. That one girl who didn't show you no love. Now you're Fast. like, look at me Fast. now. Fast. Hey, college, college sports. That's where it's at. You no, get into no. the NFL, anything you do, fine. Look at a girl, fine. Yeah. <laughs> With the mascot, fine. <laughs> Tackle a head coach, fine. So it's, yeah, it's definitely worth Yeah, you get the fine, though, because you finally get the money. That's why. You don't get a dime in college. Exactly. You don't get a dime in college. <laughs> Yo, honestly, that could be actually a topic in the future. Like, remember how they were talking about the whole CB, like if they were going to pay college yeah. students? Because people wear their jerseys. You guys remember the NCAA football games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, None yeah, of those yeah. kids saw a single dollar from any of that. So, shame. Is, shame, that, a, shame, is shame. that something that needs to be NCAA athletes, student athletes should 100% get paid, but that's a different topic for another day. Are you saying like they should be getting like bear dolls or like just like a, a little stipend, just so you know? So, like, they should get some sort of salary. Okay. Yeah. Especially because. Go ahead, Especially they can afford it. Yeah. That's the worst part. They can afford it. No school is poor. <laughs> like, yeah, they're taking all our tuition money for what? Exactly. Like, trick, man. And that, that's what, like, like I said, that's a, that's yeah, a different no, we, topic. We can go in on that. We, we can go, go in on that. On that. <laughs> yes, well, then, if without further ado, we can get to today's topic. So, to open up the show, there was a, there was a Sunday night game that one of us was very ecstatic about the other I've been so waiting much. all day for a Sunday night. Sorry, continue. Hey, man, can I also, can I also point out, can I also yes, point sir. out very quickly, yes, Brandon, sir. remember for our picks, I picked the Saints, just saying. That's my guy right there. That's my guy. <laughs> Anyways, so the Saints of New Orleans and the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay squared off in a divisional matchup where the Saints – from the beginning of the game, just stepped on to the Buccaneers' neck and said, you shall not pass. <laughs> 38 to 3. Big T, it's your team. Let's, let's hear your thoughts. Because you've been very vocal about it all week leading up to No, I actually have it. I just want to throw that out there. But... I but you know you've been waiting, don't lie. You've been waiting. You've been waiting. You've been waiting. So I'll let you get your piece out. Talk to us. What happened in that game? Do you want me to be like this? Is we try to keep it objective. You know, he's a Patriots fan. I'm a Saints fan. Should I be get, get it all out? Get it all out. Get it all out. Since my boy Amizi's here, I'm just gonna be objective. And let's just talk about leading up to the hey, game. Hey man, I like conflict. Whatever you want. Okay. okay. Brandon's giving you the window, so he's giving you the window. Take opportunity. Let's just say, leading up to this game, Emil, football fan, Brandon, football fan, we all saw those pundits. We all saw what the social media had said. Let's start from, from um, game one. What were the excuses? Saints won, by the way. Tom yes. Brady's joining a new team. No preseason. No OTAs. There's no way he's going to be adjusted enough to take on the Saints. The game started. Saints Molly watched the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34-24. I remember the game was score. over That's and you. the excuses were to be expected. Tom Brady didn't have time. Um, just give them two more games. He's getting accustomed to the team. Tom Brady is going to take this team to the Super Bowl. And every Saints fan who knew 
that no matter what your quarterback is, Bruce Arians is all about throwing Hail Marys into the end zone. And mm -hmm. Coach Sean Payton has Bruce Arians' number. Every Saints fan knew that. But we stayed quiet because, like the fan said, it's just the first game. No one had the opportunity to play during preseason. Eight games later, <laughs> what were the pundits saying? Super Bowl bound Tampa Bay. First team to play in the home field for the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay, Florida. There's no way that they can stop the roll. I guess you could say the juggernaut that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. ESPN, first take, undisputed. Good morning, football. Brandon Andrew, David Lake. Our previous guest, shout out David Lake, the piano man. Everybody counted the Saints out. Not forget, oh, why? Let me tell you why. Everybody had said, oh, the Saints barely beat the Carolina Panthers, barely beat the, uh, the Chargers, barely survived the Bears, who, keep in mind, did beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Social Veal. But then forgot to mention that the Saints was missing their all-star wide receiver. Their second wide receiver had COVID-19, so he was fighting for his life. And the usual rhetoric, Drew Brees can't push the ball down the field, even though the last two seasons, we went 13-3. and three. So clearly he was doing something that was working. Mm -hmm. So all those factors came together and everyone said, the Saints, we're going to lose this game. Maybe by 10, maybe by 20, but they were going to lose this game. Now let's go into the nitty-gritty. The game starts. Tom Brady has the ball first. So let's not even just say that the Saints had an unfair advantage because Tom Brady had the ball first. Three and out. Saints got the ball, seven points, touchdown and field goal. Or extra point, I should say. Tom Brady gets the ball again. Three and out. Saints get the ball, touchdown, 14 nothing. There's 10 minutes left in the first quarter. And the rest, I should say, is history. To my Saints fans, comment down below, who that nation, we know what our team is. We know what we stand for. I'm not asking for the world to give us respect, but I just want people to understand that the New Orleans Saints are a great football team, bitten with the injury bug, just like everybody else. But what gave me the joy wasn't that the Saints beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, because we beat them on a weekly basis, and we party in, the, in, our, in our locker room. But it was the fact that when Tom Brady, 43-year-old Tom Brady, was put on a team, he never had weapons. He's never had weapons. Finally got his weapons. Received the biggest beating of his entire NFL career. 34-plus points. In fact, one quarterback has beaten, Drew, um, has beaten Tom Brady, has given him two of his worst five losses in his 19 or 20 year career. Who was that quarterback? Drew Brees. Drew Brees beat him when he was in the Chargers, 40 to 17, and he beat him again with the Saints, 38 to three. In fact, it was actually 38-0. They just wanted to be petty and score a field goal to get three extra points. And Tom Brady, <laughs> it doesn't get any more pettier than letting your backup quarterback take the knee to end the game. <laughs> All I'm saying, like I said, this doesn't mean the Buccaneers are a bad team because they're probably going to go against the Panthers and smash them. 
But with no CMAC. With no CMAC. There you go. But I just wanted to understand, I just wanted to let the world know that this race, this NFC race, was not as simple as they all thought it was. Oh, you're done now. Oh, you're done. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's just part one. Well, um, thank you, Tim, for that beautiful soliloquy about the game and everything leading up to it. Can I just can I just throw these stats out real quick, sure. and then I'll let you go, Brandon? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, <clears throat> uh, which ones was I looking at? Brady, basically. Brady's friggin' stats for that game were atrocious. Yeah. They were atrocious. Yeah. They were so bad. Yeah. 22 for 38, 209, zero TDs, three ints. I didn't even mention those. Rating oh, wow. of rating of 40.4. I don't think I've seen a, a rating so low in a long ass time. A rating so mm-hmm. low or a rating so low for Tom? Both. No, a rating so low for an NFL quarterback. Both. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, first of all, one of those picks, that was a bobble right at the line. So, hey, that was an amazing play by the defensive lineman because two guys batted and the other one just caught it right in his head. But, hey, I have nothing to say. That that, that game was just gross. Like, we – like – if it wasn't obvious before, it is obvious now. Marshawn Lattimore plays like Deion Sanders when he sees Mike Evans on the other side of the field. Because whenever <laughs> it's anybody else, that dude can be caught. I, I, like, I, I, y'all remember? I mean, he, had, he had 64 yards. It's not that bad. It, it was in zone coverage. Man. But it was in zone coverage. Like, every, uh, time, uh, every time the Saints play zero, um, zero, oh, is it called? zero um, what is it? Cover zero with man coverage, like individual man. Mm-hmm. He did not catch a ball against Marshawn Lattimore. In fact, number he has so gone 721 day, days since the last time he caught a ball one on one against Marshawn Lattimore. Number so in, in three games. Yes, since 2018. Games, they've targeted Mike Evans two times in all three games, and he never caught the ball when Marshawn Lattimore was single covered on him. So, do we want to talk about that um, that fourth down stop in the in the red zone? It was a good stop. It was a or good. Or had stop. you stopped watching during that time? Nah, I watched it all the way through. I watched it all the way through. I I won't even lie to you. I was hoping we'd see a, a twenty-eight to three all over again, but once I saw they couldn't score immediately. <laughs> I, like it was halfway through third quarter, I was like, "Yeah, it's not happening." Like, oh, uh, also pray, pray for that in the playoffs. Don't pray for that in the regular season. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. Emil, I, I don't know if you saw my recent post, but Brandon, please tell Emil my post after that game on Instagram. Yeah, he has a post where it says, and I quote, we dot dot dot, are dot dot dot, not dot dot dot, duh dot dot dot, Falcons, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I think I did see that, actually. (laughs) You probably did. I liked it. With a picture of Tom Brady sitting on the sidelines. But (laughs) uh, in all seriousness, like, Everybody played bad. Like, it's not just on Brady. Everybody played bad. The defense, like, the first touchdown they gave up, somebody was supposed to be in the deep blue there, and they bid on the screen. 
uh, who was it? Traquan Smith, he got open back in the end zone. I, for a second, I thought he was going to step out of bounds, but he kept those two feet in. So. They call him the toe-tap Traquan. I just want to throw that out <laughs> is, there. Is just that a thing, me. or did you no, just... No, that, that, that just started, like, two days ago. <laughs> it just started two days ago. Okay, okay. No, no, but honestly, like, um, I don't want to keep going in, but, like, I want people to under, like, the Buccaneers played a game that they did not expect. Because the thing about mm-hmm. the Saints is, like the way the Saints play, I and mean, a lot of people say, oh, Drew, like you have to watch Saints football to understand. A lot of people say Drew Brees, no arm talent. No arm. Drew Brees dislocated his shoulder when he was in the Chargers. From that point forward, his arm has never been the same, nor does he ever push the ball down the field once or twice a game. But what the Saints do is that they methodically travel across the field until they score a touchdown. That's why he can throw the 12 receivers at in one game if all the receivers are on the field and the oh, look at it look at it let me just shift it over to avio the idea is you keep the opponents guessing like think about it this way if you're playing against if you're playing against um if you're playing against um the, the Green Bay packers you're gonna say take out Devonte adams lock him down and we at least got all your wide receivers down and they'll struggle with alan lazard if when the saints are working efficiently michael thomas should not be getting every single catch Obviously, last year was anomaly because he broke all the records and whatnot. But when Drew Brees is working at peak condition, he dissects the team. Now, I know the Buccaneers were thinking, oh, man, the Saints, all they're going to do is just check down to Alvin Kamara. And that touchdown against, uh, with um, Traquan Smith, three DBs they bit on, the, him, on yeah. the screen because they thought it was going to Kamara. And you just see open Traquan in the corner. So it's just like the Saints – play methodical and when things don't go methodical that's when they struggle but they literally that's how they play so the Buccaneers did a great job any other team it would have been working because they were on what's it called they had their zones covered but once Drew Brees sees a, a team in zone coverage he's going to find those holes that's the veteran leadership that there's also just, a couple plays where like Levante David was like trying to communicate with somebody they're supposed to be in certain spot and then his guy gets beat on him so yeah yeah so still some slip-ups obviously but yes but like I said every like the entire team they played bad but obviously as the quarterback like you're always gonna be getting the majority of the blame because you handle the, the ball the most. You handle yeah. the ball the most. So, but if, if you're gonna, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I think like just top to bottom, they were out coached. They were out played. They were out everything that game. And ah, me Percy, I say it's very it happened to them now than it happened to them down the road. Cause I I don't foresee them losing that bad. They may lose, but I'll foresee them losing that badly yeah. ever again. It won't happen again. Yeah. Emil, please give us your thoughts on this. I don't. I can keep going, but Emil, <laughs> I'll let you have more. We stats know. Again. We what know. Um, how, why did you pick the Saints? I honestly, I wasn't looking at it from a. I wasn't really trying to dig too deep into it. I didn't want to overthink it. A lot of it was a gut feeling, especially. Uh, I, you know what it was? Everybody know, picked the Bucks. Everybody picked the Bucks, and usually when teams see that, it lights a fire underneath oh. them even more. Especially since they already don't like the Bucks too. This just lit them up even more. Everybody well, turned to rush on that right? one in that game. Yep. yep. Oh, I didn't say but, that again. No, I was going to say division rival too. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. 
But like also I feel like I could I could be wrong, but I feel like I feel like a lot of people don't really like to pick the Saints on the road because they play in a mm-hmm. dome. I feel like that's I feel like people try to take that into consideration too much. Mm-hmm. I feel like they overthink it. But it's like you can't even blame the dome because like there's no it's not even like they have their fans there either. So exactly. It's, it's it's almost essentially neutral field for pretty much everybody at that point. Yeah. And but also, great... some, some stadiums have fans, some stadiums don't. It's very inconsistent. Yeah. Some um, people just don't care about COVID in the world, in America, and some actually do. But yeah. that's a great point that you brought up, Emil. And the irony is that this stigma that the Saints have such a huge advantage in the Dome because, oh, well, you know, the weather is controlled, it's artificial, you're in a concealed environment. Dome merchant. The Saints right now <laughs> have more wins on the road than they actually are at home. Well, but that's because you lost seasons. to AA run, and oh, you're talking about for the last two seasons. La- this season and last season, yeah, yeah, we lost to AA run, and um, what's it called was in Las Vegas, but it was technically kind of like it wasn't a dome, but it was covered. But yeah, um, yeah we lost to AA run at home. Chicago Bears, we beat. We mm. go last year, Seattle Seahawks, we beat at their home. So it's like, does that dome thing really matter yeah, anymore? Yeah, I remember that game. You're right. You're right. I. I feel like it's recently, like, the – because we know before, like, it yeah, was you sure. go to the Superdome, you're not winning that game. But no, as of happening. recently, it, they've been looking not as unbeatable, but they, they can be gotten now. So. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, it was it – was, and, and that's the thing. Like, for me, um, I hope that the team – like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys listen to Pro Football Focus – I genuinely believe, and obviously Brandon and I, we go back and forth with the Saints. It doesn't matter. That's all fun again. But I genuinely believe there is a hatred in the NFL world for the Saints because of that no call from two years ago. And if you guys remember, the Saints fans erupted. And because of that, yeah, of course. And because of that, they've been (laughs) quite upset at the Saints for having an, an opinion in changing NFL rules. So, mm. what is the pro, 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 oh, pro football focus? I forgot his name. Something, Flor, Matt Florio or something. He's like, oh, when the Saints lose against the Falcons, you're going to hear it from us. Like, what kind of petty? You're supposed to be objective. <laughs> really? <laughs> they actually said that? They said those words. I can play you the video if you find it online, brother. They are gunning for the Saints to lose a game. So, it's, a, it's the Saints versus the world, bro. That's, that's, that's how it is right now. Well, I think a lot of it could also be because of um, um, is it the bounty gates? Yes, yes. Oh that. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Sean Payton paid for his sin, so it's like uh, exactly they took him off for two, uh, a whole year. And yeah. Tom Brady over here, Mister Deflate Gate, Mister Recording the Bengals on their plane. No one ever bats an eye. We talk about it on first take. They've been Instagram. calling us cheaters for years. They've been calling us cheaters. Now they're saying, oh, look at you now. You can't cheat to win games. That's They're still calling us cheaters, man. So it hasn't left us. There has to be some truth to it. So I don't know. Own up to it. Like, fire <laughs> <Bill> Belichick. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, you know, I have, a, I have a question about Tom Brady coming to. This is a question for Brandon and Emil, actually. Mm-hmm. Do you think Tom Brady foresaw what the AFC was going to look like and that's why he jumped over to NFC North? Well, first of because all, I don't know what foresaw means. If you're asking me, oh. I foresee <laughs> that. Then. Yeah, well, did, do you think he, like, you know, the conversation was like, yo, Josh Allen is a weapon right now. 
Dolphins, they might be getting to a Tonga Vailoa. The Jets are still dead, but should I stay in this division? And let's be honest. This Dolphins I don't think – me personally, I don't think – and I'm not a Brady fan, but I respect him. But, yeah. like, I don't think that – realistically, he should have only been worried about the Bills, not the Dolphins. Yeah. He, could, he could beat the Dolphins in his sleep, basically. I don't know. Those dolphins are looking. I mean, it's our. I, I don't think it had much to do with the people that he was gonna face. I feel like he just wanted a place where he could have weapons. I think that was the main draw for him. Because as you see now, it's like any opportunity for him to get a weapon is like, oh, bring Gronk over, bring Antonio. You're not gonna. Over. You're not gonna address the the relationship between him and Belichick, or. Oh, I mean... That too. Don't act like that didn't exist. Because <laughs> the reports were that they were going to move off of Brady in favor of Jimmy G. And Bill or Tom was like, yo, like, I'm still here, bro. I said I could play for a couple more years. Why are you trying to get rid of me? Yeah, but and you're like 43, man. Like, get he, over it. <laughs> he's pretty much like him going to Tampa Bay is him basically saying he's betting on himself yeah. at this point. Because, like, Bill did not believe that he can continue winning with this guy. That's why he wanted to move off of him. Mm. And he's – especially, like, if they offer him a deal, like, if they offer him a deal this year with, like, two years or three years, I think he would have stayed. But because they weren't giving him what he was really looking for, he's like, ah, oh, it's not worth it. Like, mm. I love y'all, but it's like, nah, like, at some point, my respect matters more than how much you guys are paying type of thing, so. Absolutely. How many, <laughs> how many um, during and after that whole Jimmy G fiasco, how many Super Bowls did they win after that? Like, three? Two, I believe it was. Two? Two or one. Well, it was, it was, nah, it was, it was just one. It was, it was, just, it was one. just one. It was the one against the Rams. They lost the, the Eagles mm. one. Yeah. And I, everybody does. Everybody says like it was like that. Though that Eagles game was like really where like they were just like officially, bro. I'm only gonna talk to you when we're in the locker room. Mm-hmm. After this, I don't even want to see your face yeah. outside. Strictly of business world. type of it's team. Strictly, which yeah. is crazy because they still won the Super Bowl. I can you imagine if you hate someone? Just imagine being on the Bulls. You literally despise Michael Jordan. <laughs> You're still winning championships. How, do you, yeah. how, how does that work? How do you wrangle that? How do you, like, Emil, put yourself in the shoes of obviously Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. Those are two captains. But like, imagine if you are playing with a, a player, a teammate, you hate him, but the skills are there and they're working. How do you balance the two? Hey, you just have to be a different type of person, basically. <laughs> like I've seen it. It's happened in basketball quite a few times too. Like perfect example off the top of my head. Um, 2006 Miami Heat. Shaq and Ooh. Pat Riley never got along. They never got along. Shaq, he got robbed of an MVP, but uh, they they still ended up winning the damn championship that year. Like, <laughs> and like I, people always say, like yeah, people always say this: winning cures everything. You know what I mean? So yeah. like in that moment, I guess you celebrate. It should. It should, right? It should. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Not always. Clearly with the Patriots, not always. <laughs> exactly. Wow. That's, and that's like, that's the anomaly of sports, right? Where it's like, yo, at the end of the day, all these players still have their pride. Yeah. Yes. But since you brought up the Patriots, we can talk about that wasteland Ooh. of a team that's... Hey, 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 right hey. 
Cam Newton, baby. Listen, listen. As I was telling you the other day, this season is a loss. But I don't think this is the last we've seen in Cam just yet in New England. I feel like he might stay for an encore year, and he'll be like, I right, Bill. Like he is he on a one year deal? I th- yeah. yeah, he's on a one. It was year. a one year. It's a one year. Okay, but it's like <clears throat> he like Jacoby Myers was a quarterback in college that got converted to a wide receiver, and that's now his best weapon. It's a, he's he's a dark skinned Julian Edelman now, essentially. I was about to say, wasn't Julian Edelman the exact same thing? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's like. The, okay, let's put that into perspective. Their best receiving weapons that they've had in the last couple of years that they've drafted have been quarterbacks that got converted to wide receivers. I feel like that's the Bill Belichick thing, honestly. Yeah. Like I said in previous episode, he just misses on drafting wide receivers. He, he can pick them out when they've already established themselves. Like we saw with Brandon Lloyd, we saw with Randy Moss, we saw with another. Yeah, when Brandon they're already himself. superstars. Exactly. <laughs> when when they already, everybody can tell they're a star at that point. But yeah. it's just, I don't know, something about the scouting out those college talents on the offensive side. It's like, well, isn't Belichick, isn't Belichick more of a defensive guy? Exactly, but he used to be a defensive coordinator, no? Yep, he he oh. was a defensive coordinator for Lawrence Taylor. So oh shit, yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah, it's like I I think Cam will get another year to run it back, just because that that I feel like that he hasn't had much brother. to work with. That depends. So you, do that you think it has to do with the record? How they do towards the thousand percent. Like right now, the most like the only team, the only the only division that's gonna get away with a losing record and still make it to the playoffs is the NFC NFC East. East. Like you can Mm go one and fifteen and somehow make it into a wild card spot. That's just because of the whole playoff format. It's kind of but I'm thinking like Cam, like he, they're not like right now, like in Cam's mind, he should not be thinking, oh, we're playing for a playoff spot. No, you're playing to show how good contract. you are. Exactly. Yeah. And if he can at least get them to, uh, to if they can split the difference, like even like record right now, or even like eight and eight, or even like nine and like nine and seven, mm-hmm. something like, like even if it's a losing record, but it's more like a Jameis Winston from last, last season, with like seven and nine. Yeah, that could be okay, and that's the only way I can see it. Like, if they don't, if they lose the rest of their game, he's gone. Like, he's gonna be a backup quarterback on a team, or he's just gonna be a free agent for I don't know how long. That's that's my thoughts on it. Do so you bro. think that's it, matter too, though? Do you think it has something to do with because their record is so bad, they might be tempted to go get a quarterback in the draft, or just because? They just don't want to bring him back. I don't. I, I think it's just they either. If if the record is bad, they'll bring in obviously and they'll draft a new QB like a because their record like they'll they'll be high enough in the draft where they could get yeah. one of those guys. So exactly, and but that's what I'm saying. Is it going to be high enough to get a? Is it going to be high? I don't enough think to they're get getting Trevor Lawrence. I don't think Trevor they're getting Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. But. Depending on the like the seeding, they may be able to get Justin Fields because like no, I don't think so. you don't think so, huh? You think Not it's a one and two type of thing? Perhaps, yeah. Mm. 
Justin Fields could even go ahead of Trevor Lawrence, too. You think so? But also, it, it's possible. Ju- Justin Fields is playing out of his mind right now. Yeah. But um, also, in terms of, like, in terms of, like, record and stuff, the Patriots, yeah, they're under 500, but, like, they're – I feel like they're not low enough. Mm-hmm. Like, they're three and five. Like, yeah. there's teams that, are, that have two wins. There's team wins that have one win. And the Jets are winless. zero. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Jets are all in dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. But, but that's my, my question is, like, no matter how this season goes, if I keep Cam, if I keep Cam Newton, I am giving him a Justin Jefferson. Or yeah. someone like that, because like, get him some help. You can't do it anymore. Like you can't do it anymore. It, it's mm-hmm. obviously he's a, like like I think uh, Emil hit the point on the head where he said like, what's his name is a is a defensive coach. Like yeah. mm-hmm. not, he can't a leopard can't change his spots. He can't change who he is, right? So yeah. like when it comes to wide receivers, like oh you're pretty good, yeah, join the team. And like I guess he just relied on Tom Brady's excellence because at the end of the day Tom Brady still goat status he relied on that to just carry that offense while he took care of the mm-hmm. defense right defense yada, yada, yada. but at this point man's got to step out of his comfort zone and get even if it's not a first round second round something do what the Green Bay Packers never did <laughs> get a second round wide receiver just to hold on to the ball because I'm literally watching them drop balls that could easily be caught yes yeah. it's, it's sad it's really, really Are you sad. putting that all on the wide receivers or are you splitting it between the wide the wideouts and Cam? Well, Cam has to I get Cam needs some blame too. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. For like sure, I for sure. mentioned to it was you, Emil, like he's he's missed a couple of passes where it's like, ah, uh, if he you know if he put a little bit more air on it, the receiver yeah. could have caught it. But it's like mm-hmm. they don't they don't even give him a margin of error either. Because yeah. certain receivers, they can just get wide open off of any type of coverage. But, like, he, he's pretty much has to thread needles every single time with these guys. And we know he's not the most accurate guy. So it's like, no. no. I never actually took that in until this season more than ever. And I was just like, Cam has always been good. But his accuracy has never been, like, one of his – like, if you look at his RuneScape status – his archery would have been like, his archery would have been like, you know, like one out of ten, you know? His, his accuracy, you know? I run all over like, the wild, but... I feel like he's one of those guys that focuses more on on uh, arm strength mm. than yes. accuracy. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Because a lot of guys... Like he has an arm. Like, they oh, can yeah, gun it time. deep, but they, they, they don't got that precision. It's mm. just... It's like you're just... It's like, you, what are you really doing? Like, exactly. Which was a question you and I had about um, Josh Allen, which he clearly proved us wrong against Seahawks. But Josh yeah. Allen had that arm. Because the little guy, literally everybody would say, well, who has the biggest arm? Everybody would say, he can throw like almost 70 yards, but like he's throwing 70 yards past the wide receiver. So, yep. you know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, I would rather a check down while I'm quarterback, who can hit me right between my numbers than somebody who can throw 80 yards and hit one of the fans or a baby in, like, the fourth row. (laughs) Random question (laughs) for you. Do you think if Josh Allen was on the Chiefs, do you think he could overthrow Tyreek Hill? (laughs) Do you think he could overthrow Tyreek Hill? Or could Tyreek Hill get underneath that? (laughs) Because I think he's got a bigger arm than Mahomes. And remember, Tyreek Hill had to, like, stop for Mahomes. Like, when he rolls... Yeah, he's had to stop for a couple of passes. But, yeah, no, he's... I forgot. It was against the CEO. He literally just threw it 
almost to the end zone. Like when um well, we want just one of the later touchdowns of that game, but I'm just like this yeah. guy, and he's tall too. So obviously, like that comes with Josh the, Allen, the arm strength. Yeah, Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, that guy's a monster. And that's what I'm saying. I think Brady was afraid of Josh Allen. <laughs> I don't think he was afraid of Josh Allen. Josh Allen's never beaten him, bro. You gotta, you gotta beat the man before he could actually be afraid. <laughs> so be the man. You exactly. gotta. I say he's. Pro- <laughs> I say he's probably. He, he was probably. He was for sure concerned about the bo- the Bills because they're the only team to be concerned about. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think that was enough for him to leave the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never been swept until now. <laughs> cough, cough. Keep it moving. How you doing? Yeah, it only <laughs> took 19 years. It only took mm. 19 years. You know, I'm actually quite surprised that the Jets, the Buffalo Bills, nor the Miami Dolphins never thought, hey, Tom Brady is a statue quarterback. Why don't we spend our entire cap space on a D-line that can rush this guy? <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> scramble. It's so That's simple. True. He can't. He can't run to save him to save his life. <laughs> to save, the one juke he has was against Brian Urlacher in like 2006. Oh, the racist one. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on. Oh man. We can talk about a lot of these games, but in particular, we want to talk about trap games, mm. as we saw almost happen with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Dallas Cowboys. Because for a majority of that game, the Dallas Cowboys, who haven't done much of anything since Dak Prescott went down, they were up by like, what was the score? 13-0 at one point? It was Mm 13-0. And they came back and On the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, who just came off of a big game versus Lamar the week before. So, Big T, take it away. What's going on with these trap games? Well, no, and, and this is and this is like this is the ultimate question. Like when it comes to like professional sports, what is a trap game for for the fans who don't know? A trap game is when one team who is overwhelmingly the obvious favorite goes up against a team that is quite underwhelming or underperforming and takes the team lightly and ends up losing out of nowhere. Um, we can give some examples inexplicably. in the past. inexplicably exactly. You just don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. What? And like it, it goes back to the human that's behind the football. We seem to forget that these players are all professional. That's yeah. why you can have somebody like a Carlos Dunlap, who comes from the Bengals. You know what I mean? Comes all the way to the Seahawks and actually still perform. What that means is that individual players can still excel. All they need is motivation. Jack yeah. Rabbit Jenkins, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, he was on the New York Giants. He's known as the Jackrabbit, obviously, because he was all over the field. He has a reputation in the NFL. Tyron Matthew, obviously, everybody knew him as the Honey Badger, but he was on the Houston Texans. And you realize that... And with Arizona, too. And Arizona, yeah. These are talents. But when an individual does not have motivation, Mm -hmm. they will not play to their best effort. And the perfect example, like you mentioned before, is Marshawn Lattimore. He was insulted. I remember, everybody remembers, it was the game against the, it was the game that the Saints lost, actually, against uh, the Buccaneers back in 2017 or 18. And <laughs> funny enough, it was James Winston. James Winston was egging on Marshawn Lattimore, and Marshawn pushed James Winston, and then Mike Evans came in and popped him in the back of the head. And that yeah. was the same game where Mike Evans had, like, beat him down a lot, um, beat him down for, like, a couple of touchdowns. Yeah. And ever since then, every time he sees that man's face, 
he turns into Deion Sanders. When the full moon's ready high in the sky. <laughs> Prime time. <laughs> Can you imagine? Instead of howling, he's prime time. No, for real. And, and, and that's what's so amazing about sports is that, like, anyone can get got on any given Sunday. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. Anyone can get caught on, on any given Sunday with the right motivation. The, yep. the Steelers came in against the Cowboys, and everyone is same situation with the Pittsburgh, um, with um, Tampa Bay and Saints. You're just going to dog walk them. It's not going to be a deal. But the Cowboys, even at their wounded stage, these mm-hmm. players are still professionals. Like, obviously, us as, like, football fans, and we see a team that's 0-9, or mm-hmm. we see a team that's 2-6, and 6, like, we think they're not good. But it's just because the caliber that they're playing against or the teams that they're going up against are just playing that much better, mm-hmm. or they're just not motivated. And right now, if I honestly was, like, a cornerback for the Cowboys, I would not be motivated. But if someone tells me that, I am Church going thing. to... <laughs> third string, exactly. Imagine the what was it? Imagine the fourth string kicker for the Dallas Cowboys. This guy probably works at Sobeys or a Fortinos. <laughs> let's just be honest. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, if, but if you give a team enough motivation, yep. Like that. That wasn't that the first. That was. Um, what's the name? Blake. Blake something. Gilbert, the quarterback for the Cowboys. Yeah, he's a third string. Third yeah. string, first career start, and he was throwing touchdowns against P.J. Watt against Actually, this Iron Curtain. No, Steelers. so it was it was Dak Prescott. Then Dead. they had Andy Dalton. Dead. Then um Danucci. Something Benucci. Dead. <laughs> and now Gilbert. Now, Is this their fourth quarterback? Fourth string quarterback <laughs> oh. against TJ Watt, who everybody was, oh, you know, it's going to be. And I saw that last, you know, like the the, the touchdown, like the, the throw that, you know, didn't, he didn't score. He was scrambling. So he was mm-hmm. running. Fourth string quarterback scrambling against their starting lining O-line, um, D-line. So yeah. in my mind, I believe that the team can beat any team in the NFL with the proper motivation. And that's yeah. what we saw this weekend. Saints against Bucks. Steelers against uh, against Cowboys. Cowboys. What are your thoughts? I agree. I agree. I even want to bring up another guy. Remember Minka Fitzpatrick? Remember he went from playing with the Dolphins. Boom. He, he got traded for a first-round pick, and now he got first-team All-Pro literally the year afterwards. So it's like, man found the right motivation. The Steelers like, yo, you're good. Play with us, bro. Show us what you're really made of. And man had a career year. So uh, the right motivation is, in fact, correct. It's like, I don't These trap games, though, they're, they're few and far between. But when they happen, they're a joy to watch. Because it's like the team where, like, nothing could go right, all of a sudden everything's going right for them. And it's just, it's beautiful to watch. So I, exactly. I do agree with you. I do agree with you. The, que- the question is, if you're, on the, if you're on the losing side of a trap game, so basically a team like the Steelers, if they had lost that game, mm. how do you stay, like, for example, Tampa Bay right now, how do you stay motivated going into the next game? Say, do you say, oh, that was just a one-time thing, bury the tape, we don't need to watch it, we just we didn't wake up today, or do you learn, like, wh- how do you learn from something like that? I think... It also you also play into a, the factor like how the coaches handle it because some coaches like 
I don't know how Bruce Arians handles that, but I know Bill, he's going to have that game on the bulletin board for the rest of the year. He's like, bro, like, you see what you did that game? That better not happen. Oh, you see that blown coverage? I better not see that. Even if they don't get a, a touchdown off of it, even if, even if the quarterback doesn't see it, the, you, you don't even give him the opportunity to see it. So it all comes down to the coaching at that point on how they handle the situation. Some coaches will just be like, bro, like, you guys are good. Like, this is a one-off. Like, just keep on doing what you're doing before this game. So, coaching. Yeah, that's my answer, coaching. So, you think he's going to um, go into what, – what was the name of the DB that tripped over um, uh, something, Perriman, when he caught that touchdown uh, for the Jets? Oh, J.C. Jackson. <laughs> J.C. Jackson. Hey, he got an interception a couple plays later, so he, he made up for it. But I don't think he's going to sit well with knowing that he was pretty much getting targeted for most of the game. So. Hey, hey, hey. Like my boy Uncle Shannon Sharp used to say, if you light my house on fire, should I give you credit if you wake me up? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I can. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. I don't this, know. I don't know. It's just this, interesting to me. This, uh, I, I don't even want to talk about last week. Uh, well, before I get off of last week, we still got two more things we got to bring up. We got to bring up the Lamar Jackson, Mr. Big Trust in the building, the reigning MVP, if we have forgotten already. He did win the MVP just last season. You will never let that Madden go, will you? Two, no? Huh? Madden cover two? Yep, Madden oh, cover yeah. as well. I downloaded Madden for my phone. He's the cover of my – he's the emoji. <laughs> yes, sir. So there was a report that came out the other day where Lamar Jackson said, and I quote, defenses are calling the Ravens offensive plays at the line of scrimmage. So hmm. I have to ask you, what do you think is the problem with this right here? Well, I don't know, man. That's that's tough to say because it's either first things first. It's either they're playing basic formations for them to easily spot it out, or there's something funny going on. Because how does a defense call out the offensive formation as they're coming out onto the field or as they're checking in and out of place? That's really confusing to me. Like when he released that, and I didn't want to say, "Oh, Lamar's coming up with an excuse," because I don't think he's ever the person to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Lamar's never a person to either give like an excuse for why they're losing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just might be plays that they've been running over and over and over again. That, like, you think it's like the, the teams have a lot of tape and like once they see certain formations, they're like, okay, this is what they're going to. Exactly. And this goes back to what we're talking about, about, uh, about like Lamar. Um, when David came on, he was saying, how much, how much, how much um, versatility does he really have, or do they allow him to have? Is he just throwing the ball to Mark Andrews, or is he just running down, or is he just doing a quarterback draw? And that seems to be the case for all their plays. And if I'm a team, like if I'm a competent team, I'm going to be watching out for that on a consistent yeah. basis. So the moment they see. Uh, oh, a tight end going into motion or, you know, another tight end moving on, like a wide receiver, most likely they're going to do that. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know, do you guys, are you guys conspiracy theories to say someone's trying to sabotage? Or? I wouldn't say that much. Uh, I think, like you mentioned, I think it's 
they have a vanilla play calling system because like how is it you have somebody like Marquise Hollywood Brown on your team and I do not see any clips of him burning somebody down the sideline on Instagram or YouTube like the what what is his numbers for the year like does he do they t- the like does he get his touches throughout How the game targets? yeah that's a good question i'll have to check that out but Marquise but like it seems like it's a very running back tight end dominant type of offense just that's what I, and that's what i was saying and i'm like you actually said it perfectly when you say vanilla vanilla is the perfect word they have a very basic offense if you really think about it like they don't do much other than throwing so I'm, I'm looking at his um his 2020 he's got 30 receptions 417 yards 13 yards um 13.9 yards uh, a reception mm. not two touchdowns so far but yo so they give him the ball like they definitely do but and obviously they don't run like uh west coast style of offense where like there's a lot of you know motion a lot of misdirection in the mm. backfield but i feel like and now would be the perfect time to get David's opinion, but like, I feel like the play calling is ruining their chances of taking it to the next level. And that's yeah. why it's easy for a team to just be like, oh, we've seen this against um, the Steelers. Oh, we saw this against the tight, um, um, the, what's it called, the Chiefs, something like mm-hmm. that. So those yeah. are my thoughts. Yeah, you you watch any, did you watch yeah. any of the Ravens games? Uh, a couple, not too much, but... What, I what was, are your thoughts on that? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. My bad. Yeah, I was going to say, um, in terms of what you guys said with the whole basic play calling, but I also think that it could be um, – sorry, I'm just looking at some Lamar stuff right now too. Um, I also think that it could be like <clears> – excuse me. Uh, he maybe trying to evolve, and he's probably evolving slower than he wants, mm-hmm. like in terms of his passing. Well, even his running too, because like they're they're figuring him out. But like his rushing, he's still rushing good, but it's not the same as it was like last year. Yeah. So I feel like he's trying to he's trying to evolve into a an actual like, like better passer, passer, and it's not yeah. working as well as he wants it to be. Because mm-hmm. he's trying to mix up his identity, perhaps. Because yeah. people, are, most teams are expecting the rush, but he's trying to utilize his arm a lot more, and mm-hmm. it's not working as as. He's doing okay, but he could do better. Like, 12 TDs, 4 ints. Uh, yeah, like, nobody brings him up in MVP considerations. This He's not even, even close. <laughs> like, I've, I've yet to hear Lamar Jackson's name brought up. Like, Six coincidentally, two. just a two big T's horn, I did hear Alvin Kamara's name as an MVP potentiality. But... <laughs> he can't even look me in the eye when he says it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like giving this guy the satisfaction. That's why. <laughs> Yo, if the Saints win the Super Bowl, I swear this guy will never even talk to me ever again. <laughs> I'm going to have to call it a season. I'm just going to say this was a one season podcast. I, I can't return my face here. Like, what? <laughs> Hey, baby, we got a lot more football to play. So that's why I haven't showed you my full, I haven't showed you my full celebration yet. But no, um, to your point, to your point, like Lamar Jackson, like it's kind of like when, you know, in fo- it's kind of like football is that like amnesia sport yes. where it's like, yo, bro, I forgot what you did last week. And when it comes to Tom Brady, that's the only thing you can talk about. 
But uh, when it comes to like Lamar Jackson, it's like, bro, he was just MVP last year, but now yeah. it's like, eh, what else can you do? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think exactly. you said it. You said it before. Uh, Brandon said it before earlier when he said the reason people are so scrutinizing is like, well, you were MVP, yeah. and we're expecting you to take me to a higher level. So when he like, raised first, that bar super high at such an early time, now they're going to be like, oh, do it again, do it again, do it again. Like you, you won it the first year, but it's, he's still like twenty three years old. Like, can the man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think about it I'm just like yo all three of us I can generally say we are past prime I wouldn't say prime but like I calculated I'm like our I'm best only, youth years are behind best youth years. but I was thinking about it I'm like yo I'm only four years younger than Denoris Jenkins my gosh that's old and he's been in the NFL for almost nine years so like <laughs> what were we doing imagine us in the NFL at 21 22 and you mm-hmm. have that like that praise, and obviously I'm not saying he's weak-minded or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's like, that status that they put you on, like, what would it do, how would it affect you, how would it push you, or mm-hmm. maybe intimidate you? Oh, well, as they say, um, uneasy is the head that wears the crown, so there's a, there's a lot of responsibility on it. Me, personally, if I was in his position, just the way I am, just every single week, I'd be looking to prove the people wrong. It's like, if I have a five touchdown game, I'm letting all those reporters know, yeah, you made fun of me last week when I threw a game-ending interception. What about now? What you guys say now? That, that's the type of person that I would be. <laughs> but not everyone's built different. You know, mm-hmm. they all go through their whole PR training. So uh, I can't personally speak on that, but the way my mindset is now, I'm letting everybody know every time they bash me and then I come back with a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I understand. Like, I know they always tell, um, they always tell fans, uh, they always tell the audience, the PR or the press, like, well, we don't read press clipping. Yeah, we, we just do us. That is a lie. <laughs> we all know that once, like, once you saw them saying, oh, you're going to suck, you read it. You get mm-hmm. upset and then you play it twice as hard. Especially in social media area era. Uh, you don't believe that these guys see everything that's being talked about them too? They don't see those people tweeting them saying, Oh bro, you suck. They see that stuff. They see it. I don't mm-hmm. care what they say. They see everything. They have to. You have to. And then the, and the, and the crazy thing is that like um like the, the era that we're in, if you think about it, we're getting a, it's like a paradigm shift in quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we got Justin Herbert, we got Tua Tonga Bailoa. We, I love saying his name. We got, you know, we got uh, <laughs> Hawaiian. We got, um, what's our guys in Kyler Murray? Like there's yeah. a shift in QBs. And like, I feel like the pressure is heavier now than it was back when the Rodgers and and uh, like, I just feel, I don't know if it's just me personally, maybe because I was, I'm more conscious now than I yeah. was back then. But like when Drew Brees came into the Super Bowl, into the, into the NFL, no one was expecting him to win a Super Bowl. They were just like, okay, this guy from Purdue, whatever, he's decent. He could help, he could help the Chargers do something. <laughs> they cut him two years into it, right? Um, even Tom Brady, like they, there was not that much obviously press or like that much hype behind all these quarterbacks and now they're literally all-time greats yeah you know so do we go these people too early like the mahomes the the russell wills not the russell wilson but like the the, the lamar jackson's the, the kyler murray's like are we giving them way too much credibility 
and this is a question for Emil. I, I want to get your opinion on this first. But like, are we credit like like I said, these are twenty two year olds. Are we mm-hmm. giving them too much credit right now before they even achieve anything? Because like, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like personally, I feel like uh, these certain types of players, Mahomes, Lamar, Lamar especially. Mm. Kyler Murray to a degree, but I don't think he's there yet. I feel like these uh okay, we'll just stick with Mahomes and Lamar, right? I yeah, feel like they won the MVPs. Yeah, of course. That, but also just in general, the way they've taken the league by storm, I feel like they've done it. They've blown up way earlier than anyone expected them to. Mm-hmm. And now, like you said about the whole pressure and everything, that's that's probably weighing on them too. But the difference between Lamar and Mahomes. Mahomes has the playoff wins. Lamar, does he have a playoff win? Nope. No, he doesn't. There's reports going around that Lamar is literally beaten basically everyone except for the big games. Yeah. Right? So that could be weighing on him too. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay, Lamar, Lamar Lamar has the Heisman, but he won the Heisman on a on a on a so-so team like Louisville, like they weren't a good mm. team. They weren't winning a national championship. I don't even know if they won a bowl game. Mm. They probably did, but like, yeah. So like, I feel like the difference between the two, like, they have similarities, but they have differences as well. Mahomes has been able to deal with the pressure, and he's won a Super Bowl. Well, I think for Mahomes in particular, like, if even if he doesn't win this year, nobody's gonna get at him because he won last year. And he won in a very convincing fashion, like all the games he was trailing. It. So he could he could probably lose the rest of the game. Nobody's gonna <laughs> get at him at this point. Cause he like he he's been able to withstand the pressure. Mm-hmm. He's won. Mm-hmm. He's already he's not there yet. So Brandon, please calm down. But <laughs> hey, people have been saying people have been comparing him as like the goat, basically. Or like close to the goat, mm. or like up there, like the potential yeah. is like it's raw as hell. Yeah, like, it's off the trajectory. Mahomes has been able to. Mahomes has been able to deal with the pressure. He he has cashed in, and he has. I'm pretty mm. sure probably the richest contract in the history. Yeah, of sport. Literally cashed in. <laughs> like Lamar, he still has work to do. Yeah, um, especially since like everyone's pretty much dubbed him the best running quarterback ever. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, Michael Vick was able to do so-and-so. Why are you able to pass like Michael Vick? Oh, why couldn't you get that run for first down? Michael Vick would have done that. So, And I also think other quarterbacks as well, because Lamar and Mahomes won, now we're looking at Deshaun. It's like, okay, what can you do, Deshaun? Okay, Kyler, what can you do? Josh Allen, what can you do? So them as well, since they kind of raised the bar of how good you can be coming out mm-hmm. of college, just you hit the ground running, it also puts a lot of pressure on the younger guys as well. So yeah. Deshaun, Deshaun, he's just been dealt bad hands. Yeah, yeah. With him. So, so. but he also he also has another level that he could reach. Mm-hmm. That's the scary thing about him. Yeah. He's good, but he also has another level that he could top. That's but like he's that. just no bad hands. That's the thing with him. Oh, so. yeah. And you know what's crazy? That like that playoff win against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. 
honestly, like that I feels mean, like forever ago now. It, it, right? Yeah. It, it, it wounds me to think somebody like Deshaun Watson will not see playoff pictures like that in the immediate future if something is not done because it's kind of like we got a flash we got a flash um what do you call it we got like a flash in the in the sky you know what mm-hmm. i mean like a like a rare occasion and we're like okay will that ever happen again oh wait we're getting rid of deandre hopkins oh wait we fired our head coach oh wait this team is dead so you feel like jim's an idiot yeah, I'm standing. You feel like this guy could just like, honestly. We're talking about motivation. If I was Deshaun Watson, I would just, I would like sit, pray about it, and just say, I gotta get out of this team. I'm Can sorry. you imagine that? He's the best QB in his division with the third record in the division. Could you imagine how that sits with him? Uh, I don't think he's peaceful at night knowing that. He's, he's looking at the Colts. He's looking at the Titans. He's like, I'm better than these guys. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I told you. I said, if they had taken him, put him on Dallas Cowboys, whole different picture. Yeah. Oh, damn boys would be in the playoff picture. Let's just be honest. Put him on a better team and just yeah. watch that kid go, man. Like, who gets kicked in the eye and still throws a touchdown? Deshaun Watson. Like, Deshaun Watson. Like, like, okay, yeah, like, yeah, Texans, they do need some weapons. Their offense, is, their offense isn't the greatest, but, like, their defense is atrocious. Yeah. So, like, you can't put all the blame on him. Their defense no. is terrible. Mm, like, exactly. They're the second worst. I'm looking at it right now. They're the second worst defense in the league. Oh, Behind who? Behind who are the Cowboys? Or who they're ahead of, I should yeah, say. Yeah, Probably uh, Seattle. Either Seattle or Dallas. It would have to be I'm Seattle. Seattle is dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's a... I'll try and dig for it, but I'm not 100%. Yeah, we can come back to that. But since we're mm-hmm. on the topic of the young QBs, we can go more specifically to these rookie QBs. So, we got Mr. Justin Herbert from the Chargers. We got Joe Burrow from the Bengals. And we got, take it away, T, from the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, so, um, do you guys have, like, a, a favorite of this three here? Or, like, who do you think will have the better career? Oh, yeah, Emil, you go first. What are the names that you said? Sorry, Tua, Burrow, and Justin Herbert. Herbert. So Chargers, Bengals. I'd probably go Burrow. I'd probably go Burrow. Yeah. He has. You have a reason. I feel like he has the the highest upside. He has Mm. the body. Like uh, he could pass the ball really well even now, (sighs) Mm -hmm. and he can. He's only gonna. He can literally only go up from here. So yeah. I feel like he has the most talent and he has the, the highest potential, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Yeah. Me, personally, like, I, I see all these same things he, that you see with uh, Burrow. He's got uh, T. Higgins. He's got Tyler Boyd. He's still got whatever's left of A.J. Green. But I also... Like, I sorry, also, I, just want to point, yeah, I just want to point out really quickly. Tua, Tua's good, but he scares me. Thank you. He's coming, off, he's coming off a major injury. Thank the you. tiny. Mm-hmm. Right, Tua is our height. Yeah, we're considered. <laughs> yeah, by NFL he standard, yeah. He's coming off a major, not even a minor. He's coming off a major hip, hip injury, hip mm-hmm. dislocation. Right? 
Like, yeah. Yeah. At such a young age. Exactly. Like, I don't know. That 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 scares me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, me sorry personally, I, I'm a Herbert guy. I, I like what Herbert's doing there. There's just mm-hmm. something about Herbert where it's He's got the arm. He can move, and he's he's got weapons too. Obviously, uh, Burrow got weapons too. But I, I, there's just something about those Chargers' weapons that it, it, I it just it feels right with Herbert. But mm-hmm. see, the thing about both Herbert and Burrow, they both have Mahomes and Lamar in their division. That they it's like they have to get past those guys <laughs> in order to prosper. You know. So they both got, they still got obstacles in their way. But mm-hmm. I just feel like you can never go wrong with somebody who can gun it downfield and run the ball. I don't think Burrow's got the arm that Herbert does. Nah, 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 no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I'll tell you, like, my, the, I choose Joe, I choose Joey B. <laughs> Joey LSU Tigers B. Saints, by the way, New Orleans. Oh, actually, New Orleans. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, um, <laughs> but the reason why I choose Joey Burrow is because first, he's got the arm. He's got he's got a good arm, and I think all of them have what it what it takes to be like a good like you know functional leading quarterback. Mm. But specifically, the intangibles are the most important thing. When I say the intangibles, I look at I look at Justin Herbert for example. I'm not disrespecting his character, but I don't think he has what it takes yet. Yeah. Will his team to victory? Want to know why? They were up twenty to three against the Saints. They were up seventeen to three. It was bad. They were up twenty three to twenty to three against the Saints, and the Saints scored seventeen unanswered points. Came back, took it to overtime, and obviously we took the game. Who else? Who else played against them? Um, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, the, the Buccaneers. They yeah. played against them. They had a lead on them too. They had a lead on them. They had a lead on Mahomes. And what yeah. I'm seeing is that when, like, when it comes down to crunch time, when he needs to make the throws, when he needs to make the throws, and even just to encourage the team to rile the team up, he's 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 not there yet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's when like he kicks back into like the 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 the, the his rookie is showing. His rookie is rookie show. Yeah, it's yeah. like. Statistically, you know, functionally, like put him on the field, games on, boom, the guy will throw forty-five yards down the field. Like, but when it comes down to like that moment where you need to like mm-hmm. against the what's it called, for example, against the against the Las Vegas Raiders, they literally just lost another game. They could have easily won that one if he just held on to it too. I that could have been the one. But that, are we having this conversation right now if he gets that one though? And that's what I'm saying. It's like that decision making where like Tom Brady's gonna be like. No, we're gonna go for like we're gonna get this touchdown. And I'm not yeah. comparing him to Tom Brady, but like even somebody like Derek Carr, who was his opponent in that game, Derek Carr mm-hmm. is the imagination and the coach conversation. But like, he has at least what it takes to will his team mm-hmm. unless they're going up against insurmountable odds. Mahomes. Well, what does Mahomes say? You gotta hit me. You gotta hit me. You think what's the name is gonna say that? Justin Herbert's gonna say that. Nah. He's not gonna say that. Nah, he's he's not there yet. And Joy Burrow, I feel like he he is, has that. He has that X factor, and I am not. I am just like uh, my boy Emil said. I am just. Tua is one sack, one sack away from a career one bad injury. Fall, one yeah. terrible Aaron Donald tackle away. He survived Aaron Donald though. Barely. 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 
Hey, hey, but um, even back to what you're saying, remember when we were talking about the just proving guys wrong, like I remember Colin Coward, he was saying, yo, like Tua does it, he's short and he he can't even move. Like he doesn't have any quickness. And then there was that one play where he broke out the sack and he ran for, what was it, like 50 plus yards? Yeah. Like, I know he was thinking about what they were saying. He, he was yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> but I, Every I, I didn't expect that from him. I didn't yeah. expect that from him. Too. That looked like a 20-yard loss. And he turned it into a 15-yard game, which was bananas. And the, honestly, the awesome thing about that game, it was literally like, Murray played a perfect game. Like, Kyler Murray played a perfect game. Yeah. I watched the game again, and I'm just like... Aside from the strip sack that got oh, returned for yeah. a touchdown. I mean, he still came, like, he, he made up with it. I guess he put yes. out the fire in the house, right? But, man, the that kicker, was... The kicker. I feel like it was just, out. you know, yeah. it was... it was you know, That one was just like... That still, to me, to me doesn't determine who's better, Kyler or, yeah. or Tua. But, like, for the long run, I project... Like, anybody that can make the Bengals respectable... Mm-hmm. That kid needs to be in the rookie of the year conversation. Let's just be honest. The Bengals. He makes them respectable now. Yeah. So they need to get him some protection, or that yeah. dude is going to get crushed day exactly. in, day out. <laughs> and he's good. Yeah, definitely. definitely. You remember that one clip where he slid and he's like, Yeah, I'm not letting you guys hit me anymore. <laughs> he even said it himself. <laughs> he's I learned my lesson. Oh, oh my gosh. But a perfect example of like willing your team to win, look what they did to the Titans. We expected yeah. the Titans to just dog walk those guys. Yeah. And he was like, nope. And you saw how he did his own juke too? That yeah. was in like, I don't even know what did you call it? Like Street Fighter, homeboy was just dodging all those Chun Lee kicks. <laughs> he was moving, moving and grooving. So I feel like Burrow, man, get this guy. Like, you know what they should do? If they draft at least a second round, Second round, you know, you have second round, um, what's it called? Um, uh, what do you call it? Old line or a guard? Yeah. Oh, man, they're going to do so well because yeah, they have the weapons. Really... They have the weapons. For I, sure. I keep on forgetting Joe Mixon. Joe that is, he, he's sick. He is sick. He, exactly. He runs exactly. the ball. So. Defense, hey. different, sub, different conversation, but, but they can be respectable. But yeah, mm-hmm. getting over the Lamar and Chiefs hump, uh, Lamar and and a Mahomes hump yeah. is going to be uh, it's going to be a task. We mm-hmm. we have a new era of QBs. Uh, well, he calls himself you... new era. So, <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> let me ask you quickly about uh, this whole new era of QBs because I'm going to compare this to what's going on in the NBA right now with the three pointer. How do you feel about the new era of era of QBs right now? Uh, are you trying to? Are you trying to you, like equate? You hate this era role? of basketball. So, <laughs> yes, I'm not like for those of you who know me outside of football, I'm not a fan of the pace and space era, which was pretty much pioneered by Stephen Curry. We can agree on. <laughs> yes, I hate bring bring back my post game. Bring back the the hard bodies banging in the post. But mm-hmm. if in terms of new this new era of like quarterbacking. I don't really have an issue with it. I feel like we've always seen quarterbacks who were able to run, but it's just that they were they weren't as talented as passers as they were as they are now. No. So like, I don't mind it. I don't, I don't mind it. But 
you know. It, 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 it's interesting though that you bring you bring, you bring it up because like basketball kind of took a turn for pace and space is hilarious. <laughs> it took a turn for like I'm just gonna shoot three points from out of nowhere and get these like any you sneeze on someone it's a technical foul you know what I mean yeah. and obviously we know like the competitive level like everybody like that's why some people like even the Michael Jordan LeBron James like you can never compare them anymore because like the time periods are so different yeah. and like I look at football now and like I feel like it's, it's like football is the only sport I've seen so far that is like actually naturally progressing in the right yeah. direction if you know if that makes any sense because mm. like the only difference is like obviously it's being made I guess they don't run they, as much as they used to they don't run as much as they used to and like obviously like the safety precautions is I mean is heading in the right direction because yeah. it's a contact sport so I think it's because of that contact that they allow like that it's that's allowing football to grow nor um like naturally yeah. you know what i mean like you're like guys like lamar jackson would like i don't know like tyler murray or tua would never exist 15 20 years ago mm-hmm. but like now you're getting more up like i always say like this you know um drew Brees gave opportunities for guys like russell wilson guys yeah. like russell wilson gave shorter opportunities guys for, Shorter guys who are fast, you know, quick, but the arm is there. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson gave space for guys like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is now giving space for guys like Tua. And who knows where it's going to keep going, you know, as we progress in football. And yeah. like, even if you look at wide receivers now, because of Instagram, everybody thinks they're a route runner. So all you need is just record yourself <laughs> doing some routes, you know what I mean? And you're a weapon. Yeah. It's good. Don't do that. Crazy. Don't do that. It. Don't do that. Oh, man. <laughs> How many Instagram videos do you see of somebody recording their friend, burning someone on a sea route or a post, and everybody just goes, you think they were doing this in the 70s? You're right. Segregation. You're right. That's other things to do. <laughs> you're right. You're right. So, but, it, but it's helping the sport, right? Because yeah. now you're going to have Justin Jeffrey. Like, look at this wide receiver class. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. So, no. That's why I see football like progressing in a natural like but with NBA, I'm just like, bro, let these guys punch each other in the face. Please run our test. Come back. <laughs> Knock somebody. <laughs> oh, I wasn't thinking that far. I was just no, thinking just the whole physical aspect of just, you know, being mid-range post-game. That's where I was thinking. I was <laughs> sorry, I was, I was just gonna well, that's what I think. Um, basically, basically, Brandon Brandon's hating the fact that. You have mans that are like seven foot one shooting three pointers. Yes, which I yes. I, I get from that aspect. Yeah, uh, but we yeah. gotta do it. I mean, if I'm bull bull and I can shoot from my own side of the court and get a three, then hey, why not? <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think now would be as good a time we can get into our picks for the week. I just yeah. realized. Did we pick Sorry, for? Can I just point out something really, 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 really quick? Absolutely. This entire, like, the last, like, five minutes, it shouldn't have taken me this long. Um, I kept trying to find the, the worst defense in the yes. league. Uh, so I made a slight mistake. Titans are third worst, but the absolute at the bottom is the Vikings. The Vikings? The Vikings? In terms of, like, yards them. allowed or just, like, per game? Uh, I'm seeing it. They're at the bottom in passing. They're at the bottom in rushing. They're at the bottom in receiving. Oh my! Well, and they're at the bottom in scoring. Yikes! Uh, to be to be honest, Brad, we can't say 
the Seahawks are the worst because they still went like six and zero. Like, come on. See, okay, this is what Mister. Another thing, I was I was looking at I was looking at the Seahawks. <laughs> I saw the Seahawks on the score, and yeah. it said that according to the score, the Seahawks are last in total yards total and they're last yards. in passing, but they're fourth in rushing defense. So, rushing defense. Oh. Yeah. Well, they yeah. got that. They can stop the run. So shout out to them for that. Hey, <laughs> stop the run, Mister Unlimited. We're out here. Let's get into picks. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I forgot to make a pick for the Thursday night game. It is happening now, though. It, the, Titans, the Titans were up 7-0. I was picking the Colts. You're picking, I'm going, I was going with the Colts on that. Derrick so. Henry, baby. Yeah. Titans. 25-10. 24-10, maybe. 24-10? Yeah. I think the Colts will keep it to 21-14. That's my opinion. What about you, Leo? Okay, Brandon, how about this? To make it fair, we'll both have the same pick. All right, cool. All right, man. That works. Because anyway, Wiggins did pick Titans, too. He did? Yeah. Well, next up, we got Tampa Bay versus Carolina Panthers. It's a 1 o'clock game. Oh, yeah, you guys are doing scores, too? Usually, we do scores. Usually. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah. I was just I was making sure. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a close game. I think it will be a close game. Yeah, yo, what Teddy B's been doing? You know, hey. you, you, know, you know what I want the Saints to do? Because Joe yeah. Brady, the offensive coordinator, used yeah. to work for the Saints. I Just for Teddy's sake, I want the New Orleans Saints to just give them, here's a blueprint to do <laughs> just slide it into the Panthers locker room and just. But please. do they have the personnel for it? No, that's another thing. Good question. I think the I Bucks think the win, Bucks uh, win. <laughs> a seven-point game. Yeah, I say a seven-point. The Bucks are winning this game. Yeah, the Bucks are winning. I say seven points. Point. Yeah, probably by one touchdown. I'll say one touchdown or a field goal, but it'll be twenty-one. I go twenty-one twenty-eight. They're five point five point favorites. 27 24. 27 24. What you got? Yeah. Uh, I'll go 24 20 bucks. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, Imagine we're all picking the bucks. Imagine we're all wrong. I hope not. I mean, they don't have C Mac, so I'm assuming they're going to lose. I know. I know. I know. I know. Big time. You mean the best running back in the league? Is that who we're referring to? That's story for another day. Let it go. Next, Let it go. Pick, <laughs> next pick. Next pick. Next pick. Houston Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. This oh, is a, yeah. to me. This is a trap game. So I consider so? this a trap game. Who do you think, or who's the favorite here? You Browns think the Browns? are two points. I agree with Emil. I think what's it called are going to win. So you think the Texans are going to win? I, I think it could go either way. Um, like looking at the schedule right now. To me, I see three trap games. Because if, if the expectation is for the Clevelanders to win, I think Deshaun Watson is going to do is going to go out there and prove something. And I don't think Cleveland, yeah, Miles Garrett is there, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop him. I feel like Miles Garrett's going to have a long conversation with Deshaun <laughs> on that game. <laughs> like 
Deshaun's going to be running for his life for a lot of He this. can. That's the thing. He can. Yes, but he's going to be tired by the I end know. of the game. True. That's true. I, still, I, I, I know we never bet against Deshaun, but mm-hmm. I refuse to bet against Deshaun. So I'm going Texans. They won their last game. Yes, it was yeah. against the Jaguars. But <laughs> I'm still going to go Deshaun. Deshaun by field goal. Yeah, I think it, it's a three-point game. Uh, I feel like this is also going to be a game where Baker decides to have a perfect game like he did versus the Bengals. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like, I feel like I'm going to make a pick, and then tomorrow I'm going to change the pick. Mm-hmm. That's how Who much this got? game worries me. Who you got? For now, Who are you picking now? now I want to say the Browns by... Four? Four points, okay. Uh, maybe like a, maybe like a, twenty-one seventeen. Mm, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Next but I'm up, still going for my shot. We got the Washington to be determined versus <laughs> the Detroit the Lions. Washington racist football club. <laughs> I guess who? The Detroit Lions. Oh, they don't the even Lions. have a set up for this game yet. The Lions. Man, honestly, if the Lions don't win this game, they need to just win I think that Lions team. as well. I think the Lions. Lions have to win this game. Come nah, on. you know they're not going to move the Detroit. Detroit, they, they love their football. They love their yeah. football. You see, you know what? If Detroit sold that team and invested in their highways and the water, mm-hmm. be a better city. Water, yo. Fuck. They, have, they have brown stuff coming out of their water. Let's be Flint. honest. Yeah, yeah, I know. You know, you know. <laughs> Pray for Flint, Michigan, people. <laughs> but yeah, do we do we think this is close or no? It's not going to be close. Detroit's actually going to win by at least one touchdown or two. Okay, it's it's Washington, yeah. man. Come on, they just lost to the Giants. Okay, I go twenty-eight fourteen for Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, let me just ask you a question before I say. Yeah. Do you think that the fact that the fact that there's no spread up yet? Do you think that they think that Detroit's going to win huge, or do you think that they can't determine whether it'll be close or, or what? Or you think it's going to be a blowout? I think I a blowout. I think yeah, it's a blowout. I think so too. I, I think you guys are giving too much credit to Detroit, in my opinion. I, Detroit, may, I may well be. I may well be. <laughs> I may well be. Well, Detroit only, like, they only, if you think about it, they only lose against, like, Contend, not contender teams, but like decent teams. Like they haven't lost to a bad team. Like yeah. They didn't lose there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll say, I'll say Lions, seventeen to twelve. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. For now. Um, Green Bay Packers versus uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. So how much they points are <laughs> Packers winning by? Has some tough, the great Mr. What's it called? He's no. uh, Neil, take it away. Take it away. <laughs> I feel like if I do it, I'm gonna be too loud. Do it, do it, do it. Oh man, so what are we talking about, Mr. Aaron Rodgers? Yes, yeah. well, I guess I don't know. According to Stephen A. Smith, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, he's a bad man. <laughs> That was, that was my ears. That was my ears. Yes, I, say, I think two touchdowns. That's why I didn't want to well. do it. <laughs> I just ruined all our audio. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I warned you, man. 
Well, I don't want to do it. But like, you can't do that quiet. Yeah, no, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah, no, the guy's <laughs> dropping at least forty points or fifty. Like, he, did they? Has he scored fifty yet, or it's only been forty? I think he only had forty. Forty. Yeah. Gonna be another one of those games. Anybody touch fifty? No. Nah, not this season so far. Uh, has it? I mean, they're thirteen point favorites, so yeah. <laughs> um. Then we have thirty-five seventeen. Yes. Yes. Thirty-five seventeen. Yeah. Sounds good. I was gonna say forty-two, but forty-two ten. <laughs> The NFC yeah. least matchup. We got the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York Giants. I want to say this is a trap game as well, kind of. Mm. Round two. Eagles, Eagles are three and a half point favorites. The question is, will Daniel Jones be able to finish his <laughs> be able to finish that 80-yard run for the touchdown, <laughs> or will he trip at the 10-yard line again? Um, oh, God. Carson Wentz. Your coach just said he respects Brett Favre's opinion about replacing you for Nick Foles. This is your time to prove that you were the quarterback for the future. Or else you're losing your job next season. So, Carson Wentz, I'm going for the Eagles. I'm going Eagles. They're winning this game. I'm going Eagles as well. I, Come on. I think they're – it's a – this it's a vintage Eagles game. They're gonna exactly. suck for the first half, and then Wentz is gonna turn up in the second half. Two interceptions, probably a pick six, and then over like last play of the game, Carson Wentz rushes for a touchdown or throws to Boston Scott. But honestly, like we should maybe we need to start a petition. If the Eagles lose this game, no member of the NSE should be able to make it to the playoffs. They should just make a rule: you are not allowed to enter the playoffs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, me, me, pers- me personally, when it comes to the NBA, I feel like no team under 500 should make the playoffs. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Especially but, the amount of games that they're playing too, right? Like, yeah. like if you're exactly so with the t- no, I just don't think so. So either do or die for a Carson right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, with uh, this game, Eagles are three and a half point favorites. To be honest, I don't even think the Eagles are going to cover that. I think <laughs> they win by two or three. <laughs> So I'll say I'll say twenty-seven, twenty no, twenty-four, twenty-one. Twenty-four. Say they'll win by like a safety or something, tackle Daniel Jones in the end zone. <laughs> safety, game over. <laughs> Two points. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, I, agree with I think it's a trap. I think the Giants can win that too, man. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> You're right. I might come back to that round too. Alright. That's a good point. So next up. We have, this should be an interesting one, the Battle of the Rookies. The L.A. Chargers versus Miami Dolphins. Trap game. Tour versus Herbert. Trap game. Mm. Dolphins are two and a half point favorites. Well, this is, this is, this is to, um, Justin Herbert's opportunity to prove me wrong and say that he can actually lead a team to victory. I'm going to Dolphins. But I'm going with the Dolphins too. I'm going with Dolphins. There's something about these Chargers. They always find a way to lose games they should win. (laughs) I think it just happens again. We're thinking that, and then all of a sudden, the Dolphins are going to blow it. That's why I'm scared to pick this game. Now, I think the Dolphins don't have the Dolphins don't have enough like credibility or hype to like overlook teams right now. Because like you're the Dolphins, you were literally a trash team last season. So yep. I don't, I don't think they've reached like the opportunity, like that place where they can like overlook teams. So that's mm-hmm. why I really still think the Dolphins have a shot to win this game for me. Hmm. So I what mean, you guys I'm, get? I'm, I'm just looking at. Sorry, Tim. Go ahead. 
Yeah, I was gonna say 24, 24 17. 24 17. The Dolphins? Yeah, yeah, Dolphins. I mean, I'm I'm looking on the score right now, and I'm looking at Chargers stats. It's saying that they're second in yards offense. Yeah, and their defense is clean, which isn't great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, but they somehow find ways to lose. So, ah. Uh, I feel like if I pick one side, the other side's gonna win. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm going 24-21 Dolphins. Field goal, walk-off kick. I get it. That's probably why the spread's two and a half. Yeah. Um. Damn, man. Uh. Pick some now. You can always change. Yeah. I know. Okay. I'll go Dolphins. 24-20. Dolphin sweep. All right, all right. Next up on the list, we got another good one. Buffalo Bills versus Arizona Cardinals. I don't consider this a trap, only because either side could win. Yeah. And the Cardinals Cardinals are actually the favorite. This is a solid game. I'm looking forward to seeing Tredavious White versus DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, this is a so this is actually a solid game. Oh my god, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be watching this game. Yeah, either this um, or one of the other games coming up here. But. I'm going for Cardinals. I'm Cardinals, Cardinals. Cardinals for the win. I want them to win. So, mm-hmm. and I think Cardinals, I have enough weapons to win that. Cardinals are two and a half points. Yeah, uh, so, really against Buffalo. Buffalo's eight yeah. and two. That's crazy. Six and two. I know. Six and two. That's why I'm saying two. I don't consider it a trap game. I feel like either team could win. Mm. For, now, for now, for yeah. now, I want to see the Bills. I'll say Bills. 3327. The, the hopeless Patriots fan me is gonna say Cardinals for this one. Cam's <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna man. win out the rest of the year and we're gonna steal the division from the Bills. That's honestly if I was Cam Newton, like I don't know who they're playing up next, but you're probably gonna say if they can make the if they make the playoffs with Cam. That would their first game would be. I don't even care if they win. If I was Cam, I wouldn't even go to the playoff game. I would just be like, my job is done. I'll see you guys next year at Foxborough. If they make the playoffs, oh, Cam, Superman is back. He's the Mister Unlimited. Because if he can take this team, oh my God. I'm going 31-28 for Bills Cardinals. 31-28. You're picking cards, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah I feel like this is going to be a high-scoring game. Definitely, it's going to be um 30. 35, 35, 28. 35, 28. Okay. What did I say? Oh, I said 33, 27. All right. Next up, we got Denver Broncos versus Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going Raiders. Raiders Raiders are a dog, man. Those guys are a tough team to beat. And they're in the Death Star for this game. You're at home. Sick. (laughs) That's a sick name. Yeah, it looks so cool too. Hey, they Raiders. went from the black hole to the Death Star, like literally <laughs> a black hole franchise to an empire of a franchise from Oakland <laughs> to Las Vegas. Let's be honest. I'm going, I'm going with the Raiders, man. They're a good team. Do we ever not put enough respect on Derek Carr? He's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, he was a front runner for MVP. He's a roller coaster. He got yep, I guess. Yep. But yeah, we'll see. I say that. I say one year I he'll see. do good. One year he'll do not so good. Yep. Yeah. One year he'll fumble at the goal line. He's better than like his how long ago was he an MVP candidate? 
how many seasons ago? Like I think three? It was 2017, maybe? I think. 2017, 2017 yeah. or 16. Yeah. yeah. So who you guys uh, Raiders? Raiders? Yeah, I'll go Raiders. Um, 28 to 20. 2020? 20, 20? Yeah, I'll say 27-21. Yeah, I agree 28-20 as well. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we got Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I'm going Steelers. Is this, their, is this their second game? They didn't um, play the game or no? Hold on. No, they didn't play this season. No, they didn't play this season. So first matchup. Yeah, first. I think TJ Watt's going to have a conversation with Burrow. <laughs> a very I, short conversation because Burrow's going to slide out of that sack, bro. Nah, we, we put some bangles. respect on the, the Watt. I think. Uh, the Watt brothers? Yes, we Listen, put some respect on their name. Burrow is going to have a game, bro. I'm uh, telling you. It, you know what's going to be amazing? Bengals are going to be the first team to give Steelers their first loss. I'm putting, yo, where's my hammer? I am making a statement. You heard right it here now. first. You heard it. Bengals are gonna give the Steelers their first loss. He said it. Be all watching at home or listening. He said it. <laughs> thumbs up hey. if you agree, baby. And Steelers, if you disagree, thumbs up anyways. Steelers spread is seven and a half. Yeah. By a full touchdown Steelers, and a half. I pick Steelers um twenty eight. 17. Damn. Almost 10 by 10 points. <laughs> More than 10 points. I say 35-17. This they're going to give you the right. chance. They dropped 31 points on the Titans. I think, they're gonna, I think they're going to get a pick six on Burrow. I think a Minka Fitzpatrick pick six. 35-28, bro. 35-28. Bangles. Wow. Okay. All right. Next up, we have ourselves... Uh, a NFC West matchup, one of the more competitive divisions this year with the Seattle Seahawks mm-hmm. versus the LA Rams. I don't get, I don't consider this a trap game because I feel I'm like surprised either the Rams are the favorite. Yeah, the Rams are two point favorites. It's because of what happened to Russell Wilson last game, the picks, and like the Rams are quietly actually a good team as long as they just keep the ball away from Jared Goff. I mean, Jared Goffle, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm picking Seattle for this one. Uh, You know what's crazy? I was actually going to go and pick the Rams because they have uh, Ramsey, but Mr. Unlimited has my heart. He's taking that dumb. He's taking it. <laughs> Do you know where I got that from? That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I got to <laughs> I gotta do it. Right now, I'm going, I'm going to see Seahawks, man. He has to redeem himself. He has to redeem himself. Uh, We're going to see uh, DK versus Ramsey as well. Oh. That'd be interesting. If, That'd if, be- if, uh, if a quarterback has been never been more motivated, it is now. So, Ramsey, you better show that you're worth that money. And DK, come on. Just keep, keep doing what you're doing. You'll be fine. He doesn't have to stop, man. I feel like this is a game that I'll say and then I'll make a switch on it. For, I'm honestly kind of tempted to pick the Rams. And I have the Seahawks going. I have the Seahawks coming out of the NFC, too. Yeah, really? So, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, not with your kind of picks. <laughs> not with your opinion. Mm. Let's go with the Seahawks um, and, be sure, and be proud of it. Seahawks sweep. The 12th man, Mr. Unlimited. 
There's Sierra, do it for Sierra, bro. Do it for Sierra. <laughs> do it for Sierra. the kids. Don't okay, for right now, you. and I'll Don't probably pressure you. <laughs> for right now, and I'll probably end up changing it, but I'm gonna say Rams. Uh 30 27. Wow. Okay. Oh, I can't so how's it go? How's it go? Is it like uh the Rams score and Seattle's not able to get in field goal position or uh yeah, I feel like I feel like the Seahawks will get the ball down three under two minutes, and then they'll probably fail. Okay. Wow, that's literally Mr. Unlimited failing too. You're not even saying the defense is <laughs> You're actually saying Russell Wilson will drop the ball at the bench. And you have every right to. He did against Arizona. Um, but uh, not against not a not again do it. I think it'll be a, a one possession game as well. I think yeah. I think Seattle gets the field goal to win. That's how I am looking at it. They didn't even give the Rams three, they gave him two. Like Jared Goff is holding the Rams back, so they can never give the Rams too many points because they're like, wait a minute, look at the quarterback. Look at the, <laughs> oh, but look at the D, look at the yeah, look at that quarterback. So it's like, you know, <laughs> Jared, Jared, Jared Goff is like the Seahawks secondary, if that makes any sense. You know, hey, so. hey. Uh, <laughs> next up, we got ourselves the San Francisco 49ers versus. Uh, this guy's already flexing. <laughs> you know what? Saints, yeah, nine Saints points. Saints. Saints, nine point favorites. I don't know. I don't know. Well, what did the analytics say? What did the ESPN say? What did the first take? I just beat it. <laughs> I'm going with the I Saints. I mean, I'll say, I'll say Saints, uh, 35, 20. You're giving them 20. Interesting. I, I don't say know. something along those lines, too. I, I say 17. Though. Yeah, I was going to say 35, 17, too. I was tempted to say 14, but I thought that'd be too big. <laughs> Honestly. Hey. No, they'll they'll get you know they'll probably this is how they, they'll get a they'll get a field goal and they'll score two touchdowns in like garbage time, and that's about it. That's yeah, I think the Saints run away with this game and the Niners, when the Saints are just playing back, they'll be able to move the ball yeah. down eventually. Yeah, exactly. Just let's pray because anything could go. As a Saints fan, anything can go wrong. So we're praying. Honestly, it's, it's, I'm. I feel confident about the Saints winning. I'm worried about the spread. Mm. <laughs> the spread, spread kind of worries me. I wish just I was because. as confident as you. Uh, <laughs> then we have our Sunday primetime game. Trap game. Yeah, I said it. Who's playing? <laughs> Ravens and Pats. Oh, I agree trap. with Emil. I agree with Emil. <laughs> I think this is a trap game. I, you, you I have to something agree. Something in you my stomach agree. tells me it's a trap, man. Do you think he's just going to let – well, nah, I don't know. <laughs> right now it's going to be Lamar Jackson versus Bill Belichick. Essentially, Ravens seven point favorites too. I know for sure. Everybody. I told Neil just the other day. I'm picking. I was picking the Patriots to lose that game. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah. 
Off rip, I'm going with the Baltimore. I'm picking <laughs> it. Me too, but I don't feel good about it. Mm. Well, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know the Patriots played like dog crap against the Jets. I know that. Thank you for the answer. I don't. <laughs> Gilmore's coming back hopefully this week. Is he? Hopefully. There you go. There you go, Cam, man. But it's, this it's, is how... it's not the receivers you have to worry about. It's the run game you have to worry about. And recently, the Patriots been getting killed. We saw what happened versus Gore, the Niners. We saw well, Frank Gore was yeah, doing his thing. Destroying you guys. I don't know. I really, like, the strength of the Patriots is their secondary. But I don't even think that's going to matter in this game. <laughs> I know, I know. I just don't want Ravens to... aren't even that good on offense, so that's the thing. They have they have one of the best running attacks though. I'm I'm still going yeah. with the Ravens. They're first in rushing yards, yeah, but like yeah. their passing is thirty first. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn. Out of thirty two teams, jeez. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you can stick with what you know. So, just, if it becomes one of those Lamar Jackson just eats, then it's over for them. Mm. If, just, if they can, yeah, pa- up, Patriots, Patriots are twenty fifth in rushing defense. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh, ooh, never mind. This this game is is built for the Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I'm going on. I'm going on for um for. I want the Patriots to win, but I think Baltimore is going to win. So my heart mm-hmm. says Patriots, but my head says Baltimore. Is it a close game? Yes, for sure, for sure. Okay. Patriots don't lose blowouts. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about the Ravens covering that seven points. No, there's honestly. no way. There's no way. Think about it. Even against them, um, was it who? Who did they lose that against the Bills? It was a fumble. They were. It was. It was going to be a scoring drive against yeah. the Seahawks. It was a goal line stop. They're only losing. Yeah, they year. could easily be five and three. So that's what I'm saying. So it's either just by seven points or by three. Okay. I'm calling low scoring as well. Hmm. I'm gonna say Ravens. Twenty-one seventeen. Yeah. Some just a, a drive that doesn't just doesn't finish. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, Brandon. I'm, not, I'm still feeling like it's a trap, honestly. <laughs> Something. Hey, if the Patriots win, I'm not gonna be mad. I, I know, right? I, I don't like be. losing. I'm not a believer I'll be in I'll be pissed because I put down money every Sunday, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Right. We need to start. You need to start betting on Mountain Dew, like Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. You need to start betting Dew. I don't drink soda. <laughs> oh yes, he's not soda guy. He's no more soda. I love it, love it. Bet what's it called then? Um, what's that water called? Flavor. Sparkling Flavor. water. Perry. Sparkling water. Exactly. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, we got uh, the Minnesota Vikings versus the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. I'm calling trap as well. You think so? Huh? Yeah. Well, if Dalvin Cook plays like how he's been playing, yeah. I think they win that game. To be honest, the, yeah, only he's, running, he's a difference. the only running back, the only like other than Derrick Henry, but the only running back that's I think is better than Chimera right now is Dalvin Cook. And he mm. is disgusting. Me. Yeah, but you so know the I'm funniest not. thing? Even with the way he's playing, I'll think they'll give him offensive player of the year unless they get into the playoffs. Yeah, and I'm starting to realize that it's impossible for um running back unless you have uh, yep yeah they're three and five right third in the division yeah they're behind the bears but the vikings are actually the favorite because mm. yeah, the, the vikings are... they've been on a roll and nick Foles is not facing tom brady 
<laughs> he's in a Bears uniform. Um, so yeah, there's, the Vikings are three point favorites. I'm yeah, going Vikings. Vikings. That one. I'm going Vikings. It's annoying because the Vikings are probably going to have a winning record when they play the Saints in like week third fourteen. So it's going to be one of those. Because that I'll be honest, the Achilles heel for the Saints is the Vikings. That's just. Just this is policy. Yes, sir. But there's no Stefan Diggs this time around. I know, right? That's true. <laughs> well, Adam Thielen's still there. But there's still an Adam Thielen. Where's Kyle Rudolph? He's, He's around. He just doesn't get a lot of touches. Uh, he doesn't well, get a lot of touches. As long as Justin Jefferson has taken all of them. As long as Justin Jefferson doesn't watch that Minnesota miracle, just just keep him away from watching that. We'll be okay. <laughs> hey, what's this? Oh, so I'm still going for Vikings over the Bears, though. Vikings are taking that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say 117. I'll say Vikings 24-20, but I don't feel good about it. 28-24. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. All right. So we all literally had four-point victories. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> so the Chicago Bears, man, they're gonna be so. De- they're gonna be the most disappointing team more than like the Patriots or anyone else because they started at like, what was it four, five and one? Yeah. And now they're at like four and f- they're allowed at like five and four or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're- Yo, man, the Bears Thursday night game against the Bucks. The Bears cost me two hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you picked the win and they lost the by one. Yeah, you should have. You should have. Um, you should have. What's it called? No, and he was playing against Tom Brady. Come on, he was gonna win <laughs> that game. He was gonna win that game. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of episode seven. I want a big thank you for Mr. Emil. I also want to plug him. You know, he's got his own YouTube channel going there. He yes, does a lot. Sir. And the Twitch channel. He does a lot yes, of gaming. Yes. Watch Dogs Legion. I, I peeked in for a couple of those Reaction videos. And he does the reactions. Fire. I'll plug it in Fire. the description on YouTube. I'll, I don't know you, how sir. to do all those other ones. But, yes, we got to look out for each other out here. Also, um, where we got audio versions we're on spotify we're on google we're now on apple as well okay so for those of you who can't really pay attention and watch on your phone we got audio versions too i'm sure you can download off of those websites or you get youtube to mp3 and just download the actual youtube video on <laughs> yes yes Mr. <laughs> <G. laughs> do that for that itunes or spotify <laughs> yes sir and big shout out, uh, Mio, where can we find you on social medias? Okay, so um, we'll start with the Instagram. I am at EmilGTV. That is yes, A-M-I-E-L-G-T-V. That's the Instagram. Mm. Twitter is my full name, Emil Grant. A-M-I-E-L Grant. All one word, obviously. Uh, the YouTube just search uh, up Emil Grant. I don't Emil uh, GTV. Sorry, I don't know how I mixed that up. Um, I've been in it for what are we in November? So I've been in it for three months now. Yes, sir. I don't have I don't have hundred subs yet, so I don't have a custom just URL. Just now, just yeah. now, just it's now. Coming, it's I'm coming. at thirty-two, I think. So it'll be just a little now. bit, but I love it. I once love I, it. Once I hopefully hit hundred, then I'll get that custom that custom URL. So listen, listen, y'all need to go support the man then. Y'all, y'all, if you if you watching this or if you listen to this, I, I better see you in the comments on 
a meals podcast. Nice podcast. <laughs> Darn straight. I'll yeah, find for you. now. I'll find you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for now, because I'm not at 100 subs yet, I don't have the custom URL. Just hop on YouTube.com, go to the search bar, type in Emil GTV, all one word, you will find it instantly. And I love okay. your, I love your logo, eh? That's a yes, low key. You inspire, like you inspired a little bit of like the overtime logo because I love like that. Here's the thing, though. It looks so sick. Here's the thing, though. Where did you guys get? How did you guys get your logo done? Like, where'd you do it? He did it. I mean, oh, he did it. Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have. I don't have those type of resources, or I. I, I forget about certain people, so I just hopped <laughs> off Fiverr. <laughs> I just hopped on Fiverr, paid a quick like twenty bucks. They had it for me in like two days. No, I need to do that. I need to start selling my skills on Fiverr. What is this? Yeah, Would you look at that? A little bit of networking going on for yeah, the people for on sure. Fiverr. Yeah, there. Fiverr, Fiverr, Fiverr is a good platform to yeah. buy your stuff and to sell. Mm-hmm. So yes, sir. Keep that in mind. Once again, big shout outs to Emil Grant for joining us on this episode, episode seven. Would you look at that? We're almost at 10 episodes. Brought me in for seven, lucky seven. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Seven days in the week, baby. Overtime with BNT. Once again, I am Brandon, and that is T over there. Big T. Or as he likes to call himself, (gasps) Big (laughs) Truz. <laughs> you anyway, know, baby. Take care, everybody. You have yourselves a good night. Thumbs up the video. Share with your friends. Tell every mama. Tell your daddy, your uncle, your grandmama's mama, your baby mama, everyone that you know, anyone you cheated on with. Who knows? Let them know. Oh well, oh, that's our cue. Take care, everybody. Is here to stay. <laughs>